Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Style Over Substance with me, Scarlett. And I'm Mim. And today we are doing a bit of a... Like a catch-up episode. A catch-up episode. Yeah, with like all the news. Because we, we haven't been around for a few weeks. I yeah. think we have a lot that we need to cover and chat about. Yeah, I think a few things have gone on and we just kind of want to cover our bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And make sure we get to put our little two cents in about these topics. That really serious <laughs> international affairs. <laughs> um, News reporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, first thing, you've been watching The Kardashians. Of course. And I haven't been watching it because whatever. Cardinalson. Yeah, maybe. It's on Hulu, isn't it? It's on Disney Plus. Oh, you know, I need to actually log into Disney Plus and actually watch it. It's, I, I really enjoy the format. Um, is it better than keeping up a little bit what's different about it they they break the fourth wall a bit more oh. I like they, like they're not trying to like pretend they're not being filmed they interact kind of with producers a bit more oh it's just yes. a little bit more relaxed which like I much more prefer because mm-hmm. like after all this time like I just think we all know what's what the deal is and yeah. actually like it's it, they touch even on like the rapport they have with certain people but anyway, the last two episodes have covered when Kim was creative director yeah, for yeah. the the D&G show. Mm. And I just didn't realise how involved she was. And, like, I know, as you kind of pointed out when we were discussing it, that's a mark- it's a marketing tool, the TV show. Yeah, I don't know what to, to what extent I can believe that she's involved in it or if, yeah. like... Dolce and Gabbana have kind of allowed the Kardashians to give the illusion that she was really more involved than she was. Yeah. But like, so she essentially, the the idea of the show was like, it was sort of revisiting archives. Mm -hmm. She pulled out loads of looks and then they sort of reinvented them. Or basically it's often like, I think they kind of used her as a bit of a muse of like, you've worn so many of our looks over the years. We love, like, how you wear them. Okay. You are, like, a huge muse for us. Yeah. And I think, like, supposedly it all unfolded around Courtney's wedding-ish, which was D&G-themed. Like, they were all wearing it. And I think it was kind of like, I think we should work together and kind of use your vision. Yeah. And so none of them that I'm aware of were, like, designed from look. From scratch looks. Okay, makes sense. Like, they all had a little tag saying which year they were paying homage to or, like, that, you know, was it what uh, original uh, runway show it was from type of a thing. Yeah. I think that's um, interesting because normally, well, I don't want to say normally, but in the past, when a brand has had a muse mm. like Jane Birkin or, like, Lady Diana, yeah, they would have bags designed 
and named after them, or maybe yeah. not designed after them, but for, for example, Princess Diana Spencer, it was like she, her favorite Dior bag was renamed after her. Um, and then obviously Jane Birkin had a bag designed for her. Yeah. Um, and then we have, I think, I'm an old lady, so I really like Tory Burch. <laughs> but she has a bag called Lee Rizewitz or something. And she was like a um, a socialite. And so that bag was designed with her. She's passed, I think, but designed with her in mind and mm. named after because she embodies the spirit of the brand. Yeah. Um, and so that is typical as opposed yeah. to now where we've seen in the past couple years the new appointments of celebrities as creative directors or as collaborators to bring about these new collections, new, quote unquote, mm. or as you've said, like archival curations, yeah. um, that's kind of new. Yeah, and actually, like, I don't know what this D&G bag is called, but like there was just like just a huge lineup of one of their most famous bags but just variations of them. Oh, the bedazzled. one with the top handle yeah. with the little um, gold plaque on the yeah, side. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but like, yeah, nothing was new. I, from what I understand, it was all pulled together really quickly. It wasn't like we're planning this one year in advance. So therefore we're like designing, like twirling, all of that stuff. Mm. It was like a four month process, potentially like, which really isn't that long when you're no. in the fashion cycle. So it was quite literally just like revamping and curating old things. See, that's what makes me think like Kim really didn't have anything to do with this. She was a means to promote what plans they already had. Yeah. You know, like we want to, you know, we're living in the Y2K era. Let's bring back all our most famous 90s yeah. pieces. Um, who can we call who's going to be game because everyone hates D&G? And... <laughs> and Who's going to be willing to um, kind of market the fuck out of this on our behalf? Um, yeah. And Kim and her entire family, let's face it, because of the wedding, they were like game. Yeah. And you know what's kind of the thing that struck me the most is that they kind of got away with not designing a collection. Yeah. Like actually like think D and G, like Dolce and Gabbana. Yeah. Like they are creative. So they must have had this I know it was in the pipe pipeline for a while, mm. but it must have also got to a point where it needed to happen because it was a curated collection. I know they I think they did make something in black or they made stuff in other colours, but you've already at least then got the pattern, you've got everything, so it makes it a faster process. Yeah. But like there's something I think incredibly cool that you've got that much of a catalogue mm. to just like reissue. That's something actually really cool in itself. Yeah. And I'd almost love to see that, that there's just like a best of like fashion yeah. week. Do you know <gasps> what I mean? The That'd be good. That'd be good. That'd be really cool. That's such a good idea. But I think with D&G as a brand is like they, um, they're not like other brands that seek to like reinvent themselves yeah, every collection. <laughs> They have, they have actually quite... We've got the same silhouette. Yeah. We just let's, add a different floral Let's print. do this, like, <laughs> Italian holiday, like, 1960s, like... Le Dolce Vita. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> heavily floral um, dresses and gold accessories. But they have a market for that and people buy into that heavy because it, it is a cute aesthetic, you know? Yeah. And um, and that's their lane. And I, you know what? I respect a brand that knows what they do well and they do it and people buy into that because that's what they offer. And so it's not that bad for them mm. to not create a collection from scratch yeah. I mean yes is it lazy yeah pretty much because you can always modernize old things but but I think that's what they were like using Kim to do is even if it's just the styling the yeah. hair the makeup was like injecting like you said 90s is cool let's just show you all the stuff that we gave you then and let's and like you said I think that they saw it as a business opportunity to like jump off the back of we just designed and curated Courtney's whole wedding yeah how can we keep this Mm. running for another year six months and like you know monopolize this the most yeah that's true I will say that I really liked that fully, you know, that really tight dress she wore and it was like completely glitter. Was it black, the black one? No, the, the silver one. Oh, and yeah, she was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that she could barely move it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I did like that look on her. I thought it was nice. And she started wearing like the, the little bouffant. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. Um, very like 60s kind mm. of hairstyle. I really, I did like the look. I did like the aesthetic, but you know what? But you know what? Her figure just looks like... Oh, she's, she relies on that body yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, does everyone look good in that? Who knows? They gifted her yeah. a diamond cross necklace. Oh, the one that she was, like, donning for a while. Hmm. Yeah. And, like, I know she got paid to do it because they talk quite, a, quite candidly in the Kardashians okay. because it's the thing of a feud with Courtney because of her wedding Mm -hmm. but you know like they're saying you know this was a paid opportunity for Kim like this is a business decision for her to be making yeah and also I think even just as a personal thing for her she'd been styled by Kanye for so long that like she re she is desperate for her own fashion credentials do you know what I mean and so I think any steps towards that she is willing to take but like they made it quite obvious that there was clearly like a paycheck involved. Yeah, Kim doesn't do anything for free. This. Come on. But like to be gifted, like that necklace was kind of unreal. And then she, like she said, it was quite sentimental because all her jewellery obviously got stolen, and then she hasn't really replenished it since then. Oh. And I thought, so now you've got something else to be stolen. You know what? That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, she isn't a big jewellery person. She's not, no. Yeah. I was just, it was a surprising collaboration. It's the first time D&G have worked with someone. And I think my point kind of when I was raising this with you is like, I didn't get any of that when we first saw the collaboration. I didn't get like, I think whether it was the Kardashians in hindsight trying to communicate this to people. Yeah. But like, I didn't get that it was, meant to be quite a momentous thing that D&G have never collaborated before like I thought she was just putting her name to some things it's because it was in the wake of Courtney's wedding which I think overshadowed everything if if I'm honest um I didn't I don't follow D&G like that so I didn't know that they've never done something like this or to this extent so that is kind of interesting 
I don't know if we ever spoke about your opinion on sponsored weddings. I mean, I think it's kind of crazy. I think it's weird. And especially in now that we are like post Sophia Ritchie wedding watershed. Yeah. A whole cultural reset for weddings, I think. Yep. <laughs> Celebrity weddings anyway. Um, we went from Courtney having a very, a very kind of romantic, religious iconography wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, very Where all the family wore DNG. Yeah, there was a lot of it was it was rich in color and fabric and design and lace and all of that. And that was quite shocking to us because um well, for the simple fact the type of dress she wore, it was short, lacy see-through. Um, and when we couple that with the idea of uh, a Catholic, mm-hmm. an Italian Catholic wedding, that's not that's not a very Catholic thing to wear. <laughs> and then um and then it was sponsored essentially and it was like wow we didn't know you could sell your wedding essentially um and then after that Sophia Ritchie's wedding which was completely different um I think we have two really stark examples of celebrity weddings and I think that we've what we probably thought was maybe intriguing and interesting with Courtney we've all kind of collectively decided like, ah, nah, that's not it. That's not the one. Yeah, I think the right partnership to have with a designer for your wedding is the kind of thing like Sophia had where like, and I like, and often from what like I've seen with different celebrity weddings too, it is that you maybe just choose a designer and that's who you go with for all your dresses for the day. And that is it. Mm -hmm. And maybe they do your bridesmaids dresses, but maybe they don't. But, like, I'm pretty sure when Kim got married to Chris Humphreys. <laughs> wow. That wedding was a big deal. But, but, like, I'm pretty sure then that it was all her dresses were Vera Wang. I'm pretty sure the bridesmaids' yes, dresses were Vera Wang. They were. And that, I think, is a normal partnership. Yes. But also, Vera Wang is a bridal designer. Yeah. And, like, I think that makes sense. But for, like, and don't get me wrong, we like were surmising that Sophia Ritchie was going to wear a Chanel dress because she was wearing Chanel up until her wedding day. Uh But she was kind of doing it like subtly. She wasn't trying to be like a Chanel poster girl. Whereas like, I think the Kardashian D&G thing was like, there was no doubt who they were wearing at any given opportunity. It was really clear that like, and in the days up to it, like it was just Sophia wearing Chanel. Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. Um, I think that there was a clear distinction about the partnership between DNG and Courtney and Chanel and Sophia, in that it felt like <laughs> Courtney's wedding felt sponsored. Mm. It genuinely did because all the family wore very obviously DNG looks before the wedding, after the wedding, during the wedding. Um, and whereas you're right, as far as we could tell, it was Chanel was designing for Sophia for her wedding. And it wasn't like Chanel, I mean, um, Nicole didn't wear Chanel. No. She wore uh, Alberta, Alberta Freddy. Yeah. Um, I thought to call it Alberta Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was just like, as you said, it was just Sophia wearing Chanel. It wasn't like... The whole wedding Lionel thing was didn't. like 
And yeah. if that was a Kardashian wedding, he would have been. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like the the, the invites had black yeah, and yeah, white yeah, bows, yeah. and then it had like Chanel number no. five crests everywhere. But that's how Courtney's wedding felt. From a, it found it felt like a brand trip. Yeah, like yeah, that's that's how it looked to me anyway. That's so true. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Hmm. So we mentioned before kind of collaborating with designers and being creative directors in some sense. We have to talk about Miss Molly May. Miss Molly May stepped down. Yeah. So if you don't know, I mean, you probably know who Molly May is. Former Love Islander. She was like single. She was the single most successful Islander to come out of Love Island. Yeah. Not only did she leave with a partner, but she will be now because there's an internet rule on Love Island. I'm pretty sure, like, there can't be internet memes and internet discussion. Like, there's an internet ban on Love Island. What do you mean? Like, well, I don't watch it anymore, but I I don't see anything. Like, I used to get memes and memes and memes. Like, I'm pretty sure Love Island is banned from like discussion on the internet. Really? Because I've seen, I don't watch it either, but I've seen stuff about Love Island. Um, I've seen a lot of like, but it's, I've seen it's tried to, But it's trying to be more positive. Like there were points where like, I think it was sort of the last uh, series was when like Faye went ballistic. Um, but like that people would come out being hated and people would come out being trolled. And I think it's basically to remove that. Mm. But then obviously, subsequently, I don't think you can get as famous out of it because there's oh. not the hype there. That's what I've noticed. But I also don't watch it anymore to know yeah. if that's like very true. But I think the Molly May was kind of, yeah, the first person who really, like... She made an incredible amount of money leaving the island. Um and she was even within the villa. She was known as one of them who dressed one of the best. Yeah, she. I always remember she had she amazing hair this extensions. This is what we used to talk about. Like that, so she like that she did her whole look all the time. Her, hair, her makeup, like everything. Yeah, yeah. She always looked great, and you could tell that she really thought about her looks. And she left the island. It helped that she was petite, skinny, blonde, mm. let's be honest. She left the island and, like, collaborated with the usual suspects, boohoo, pretty little thing sort of brands. Um, and then she she just made a lot of money. Her, her YouTube grew. And then at the end, towards the end, she became creative director for Boohoo. Pretty Little Thing. Pretty Little Thing. Same company, but Pretty Little Thing. And on the podcast, we discussed her appointment because it was at a time when Kendall Jenner had also been appointed for Forward. There's a website. I don't know, but it was. Goodness knows. <laughs> Kendall doesn't Does work. she even know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does she even know? Um, and we were discussing, you know, the validity of celebrities and people who've never really worked in the industry as getting the top job. Mm. Um, now Molly May has decided that she's going to step away from her role um, resign I suppose in order to dedicate her time to being a mother yeah Yeah. I don't know why and I don't know if this is super cynical I just kind of think there might be a different undertone in what sense that like maybe the job a is maybe not what she thought it was going to be or maybe it wasn't like 
they were paying her five million pounds that means she has to at least be like adding that much into the company but like for sure she should be adding way more than that to the company right that's a good point and I think it's a really challenging time for fast fashion and those kinds of companies so I wonder also if it just is not the right time for her to be doing that either because I'm saying mm. she's not necessarily going to have this wave for loads longer. You, do you know what I mean? Like everything dies down eventually. The Kardashians are not a good example. I was like, going to use them as they, an example. But, but they've been riding the wave, but like that's so different. And there's a TV show. She's only probably got like another five years left of like her insane fame. Do you think? She's a mum now. Like she's not going to be able to be as available online. She's not going to be able to slog her guts out. Like, she, I think I she, know. I honestly think she's a hustler. I would not be surprised if she comes out with something up her sleeve already. Like, she doesn't but strike like, me as someone who's going to just leave a job without true, not true. having an idea of either how she's going to transition. Maybe she's going to go down the baby route. I really hope she doesn't because I, I feel like there's a lot of, okay, yeah. I'm not a mum, so don't crucify me, but I feel like women who become mothers the whole brand suddenly mm, becomes changes. revolved around being a mother when men never do that they never be like here's my yeah. baby and father line you know here's the like um like baby and me swimming trunks collection yeah. you know <laughs> um whereas that you know does what? happen and i think I she think has her and tommy should get a tv show no not tommy i mean i i actually just loathe him so much the furies but like is that his real surname it's probably not (laughs) like i just i loathe that family um but they've got to have something up their sleeve because you aren't going to leave behind five million pounds you're not like you're a businesswoman she's got a lot of outgoings for sure like they're accustomed to a lifestyle i think also he doesn't make nearly as much money as she does no 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 like, he just made the most money he's ever made when he fought Logan Paul. And he's got to get beaten up to get paid. And also, like, his career is on the line every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and like, he, granted, he's actually got loads of adverts out of that. He's Diesel, only the brave. Stop it. Yeah. I haven't seen that. I mean, if I were anyone wearing that scent, I wouldn't wear it anymore. It's, it's <laughs> for, I think it would capture I, a younger audience. I, I, I also think he's maybe, like, He's, he's, he's got quite a few adverts out of this. Like, I, th- I feel like one of them might be, like, Tesco. Really? There's, like, there's definitely, like, a supermarket or food-related one. Hmm. Um, he, he's done okay, yeah. I think that's... I think Molly's probably really helped with that. For sure. Um, I think... Mr. Personality. <laughs> I think that her giving up this role probably opens up, her up to multiple opportunities. You can't work as creative designer for creative director, sorry, for pretty little thing. And also be working with other brands and promoting them simultaneously. I think that, you know, contractually that wouldn't work. And so I think that she, honest, honest to God, I think she, I'm surprised Amazon hasn't offered her a collection. That's easier work. That's easy money. (laughs) As far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I think you're right. I think maybe in a few months we're going to see we're going to see kind of what comes out of it or that kind of a thing. But also, yeah, I don't know, maybe I'm being cynical and I think there's something maybe that like but my gut instinct was this wasn't working for both parties. 
Mm. Because I think I just, I literally don't understand how pretty little thing can be earning. You should probably want to be earning three times somebody's salary to justify them, right? Yeah, yeah. How are yeah. they getting that much out of Molly May being there? Like mm-hmm. Maybe they are, but I, like, I'm not their consumer. I, I think you're right in that. Um, I think there's, in terms of trends, we've transitioned into something else. Of course, there are always going to be young women out there and young guys who want to buy into, you know, those sorts of looks. They're really affordable. They're really accessible. And they're, they're going to continue to make money. Mm. Um, but I think as a boom, like they had in the past few years. Yeah. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, it's not going to be the same. And then we look at ASOS. ASOS is struggling as well. <laughs> They're always offering something. Um, I think they're doing that. There was one point where genuinely there was a sale most days. Yeah. And it felt desperate. Um, But yeah, I just, I think it's a, it's a tough time. Mm -hmm. I mean, we even have to look at the sale window now that it's, it's like a sale for a month. Oh my God. Let's talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) It is. But that's really hard. A, I think it's harmful for us as a consumer because you're just, inundated with sale 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 it's for so long and that means like you that if you resist it once you were done before right it would be a week-long sale you resist the zara sale okay i'm safe until another six months now you goes on for months it literally is like until the stock is flogged and gone and you know what okay so i was looking on they reduce it more It's June and sales started a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I think Zara sale has only just started, only just started yeah. and that is going to run right the way through August. Sure. Um, yeah, I think so. And they'll have like the dribs and drabs by that point, but we'll still have sale. There'll yeah. still be a bargain to be had across stores. Um, 
I was on Mango and I was just like browsing and I saw this jumper, not for now because it's way too hot for it, but it was like, oh, that's a good jumper for work. You know, it's the sort of thing that I like wear. And I thought, oh, I want to get that color. Look for my size. The size was out of stock. So it said like, sign up, we'll Mm. put your email down and we'll notify you when it comes back in. They did. And someone had like snapped up the size like straight away. And then I went back onto the website and they had all the sizes available and it's a sale item it's 20 pound and it's they had all the sizes up and I am convinced that they've just produced a whole load of them knowing that the demand is there because Mm. everyone signed up for their size and they're just going to continue to produce yeah you know how you have especially made for outlet stores I'm sure oh, these they'll brands... Be, they'll are, be using, like, second-tier fabric for it, like... Yeah. Thing. Or even if it's not second-tier fabric, they are... They know it's selling in the sale. Let's put another run in, and we know that we can milk it for another month. And that's why the sales are going on for mm-hmm. so long, because the demand to buy is there. People are ready in the summer to spend because they anticipate sales. So they think... Instead of just like running it down, depleting the stock, and then we have that's we don't have that style again. Let's make another round of it, mm. and let's sell it at half price because we know it's going to get like it's going to sell. So I think that they these brands have they found the trick. Like if sales run on for two months, we can make all this stuff again. We can sell it again, yeah, at a cheaper yeah. price but a higher volume. Yeah, and that's how they're making a ton of money it's honestly it's mad like it's actually mad yeah and it's it's like it's desensitizing things and I'm now like for sure I don't buy a single thing full price on ASOS oh no because why would I yeah but that but they've made a rod for their own back now Mm. and like and also like my dad always used to like make comments on like if I'd be like oh this wine was reduced or like oh this wine had it's like it Mm. it, it wasn't they market it at that other price yeah they can do these offers and this is the price it was meant to be like and this is now the issue is are things going to be especially like put on ASOS because they now know that people are only going to buy things when it's the 20% off code which they do multiple times a month so now everyone knows to wait for it really multiple times a month Jesus Christ for sure that it will always God. be on around payday, a bank holiday. But like for sure, there's oh, like three, yeah. four times a month, or like there'll be this code. Mm. Um, and so like, what? Like I'll wait for this code. So is that also meaning that maybe they're going to be putting stuff on at a heightened price, so that when it comes to the twenty percent off, that's maybe the price they're happy for it to come out as? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like working in like merchandising and buying that's definitely the the tactic and so then obviously like and like maybe that's also just what's happening now with sale items too if they know something's going to go on sale we know that zara definitely produces things just to essentially put them in sale well they have that section special prices don't they that's like a continuous yeah uh sale area for them Um, so it's just like it's a really i think it's quite problematic and it's also making consumers, I think it makes us quite greedy. I think it's like, we all think that if we've got a bargain, it's like a steal. 
But mm. then obviously the bargain culture means that you often buy something that you don't want because it's cheaper. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. Yeah. Like we all need a course in like um, how to <laughs> like be savvy when it comes to price reduction. Yeah, I, yeah, I suppose so. Another thing we want to talk about is Pharrell mm-hmm. and his latest collection, um, men's collection at Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Because we brought, when his appointment was first announced, we had an episode and we discussed about, you know, our belief in Pharrell. He was the original musician turned fashionista turned designer back when we were growing up. Yeah. And we felt like, yeah he's definitely going to do like a fab job of this because you know he was Kanye before Kanye in in regards to having that design eye and being able to move through different industries like that so what did you think of um how he did I loved it I like I had high hopes for him anyway Mm. but he smashed it Mm -hmm. like because we haven't really seen that side of him for a little bit yeah and so I was like, you know, maybe it was cool back then, but like, and I don't know if I'm giving him too much credit, but I really feel like he would have been heavily involved. I th- I think he's, and like, I would say the same of a Kanye. I don't think he's the kind of person that's going to put his name to something right. unless he has like fully like dotted the I's, crossed the T's on a collection that he believes in. Yeah, And I also just don't think that that's what Louis Vuitton want. Like, Mm-mm. there is a lot of work that goes into things like Listen, this. They we... don't want just, like, whether Molly May did anything, they don't want a Kendall Jenner. Yeah, yeah that no, there's no, no. just a name there. They actually want someone They're to hiring project, someone yeah, like, to do a job. Genuinely, you've got to be working yeah, there. Yeah. I do not You'll think... You'll be working some hours. One thing about that Arno guy, the richest man in Europe yeah. or whatever, you he knows a thing or two about business. Yeah. And he, no one is messing up his Euros. Like, he's... <laughs> Honest to God, I really don't think he would appoint anyone just, just for clout yeah, yeah, yeah. or just for marketing. He doesn't need it. Yeah, the, Louis Vuitton does not need someone who's going to post about them on Instagram. Do you know? <laughs> you know what honestly, I mean? he injected such a coolness. Yeah, that I think Louis Vuitton maybe hasn't had for a little bit. But like, you know what, Louis Vuitton like had a real moment with some of like I think with nineties revival, like with some of their like pochette pochette whatever yeah. they're called like bags I think like the monograms having a real moment I think that street style like all of that like I feel like the monogram is so 90s anyway like that's what it reminds me of okay. it's like speedies like all these little bags like I think of that and I think he's just like added like it back on like the street scene he's add like that checkerboard stuff was just so cool in denim in tailoring mm-hmm. it was just really cool like I yeah. haven't been that excited as, and like I love menswear yeah when menswear like slaps menswear is just like the perfect thing to look at yeah and I think he just made a really cool menswear show same I think he's done really well and he gave us what we were expecting which I he don't shut down a fucking bridge yeah the exactly. bridge in Paris exactly and it's like it was a power move that that's a really big power move when you can convince the brand of course like LVMH owns France I'm convinced (laughs) like anything they want to do in Paris yeah 
the the government is gonna be like yeah cool yeah. shut down the bridge like it's fine you are days, like sure. you're like ambassador to our entire country that's how i feel like anything louis vuitton want to do yeah they pick up the phone to the french president and it happens if that's what they want and it's such a power move to shut down a whole bridge have invite a ton of people i feel like there was anyone who was anyone everyone who was anyone was invited and it was there was a choir um live music i think it was an orchestra that the music for the show was almost like a steven spielberg spielberg Mm. show it was like theatrical and like cinematic Mm -hmm. um there was a lot of models as well and normally i don't like i think my only criticism is when you've got too many looks. Yeah. I do believe there is a thing as too many looks. Yeah. And the um, the key pieces get lost in the show. And then what happens is the next collection, unless you're doing something completely different, it can feel very samey yeah. because it's like, well, that's very, that's very similar to the other thousand pieces <laughs> you sent down yeah, the runway yeah, yeah. last time. <laughs> um, so I felt like there was a lot of models and a lot of looks. Um, but undeniably, there was a strong theme. Um, the camouflage Damien Ben print for those who definitely you don't necessarily want the LV, as you were mm. saying, like you're not the biggest fan of the LV monogram as such. But this other version is, um, and it's so much more menswear. That's what, like, mm. the menswear bags they market. Yeah. The backpack for men comes in the checkerboard. Yes. Like, that is, like, for me, that is the men's answer to the monogram sometimes. I think it's fallen out. I don't know if it's the men's version, but it has fallen out of favour in women's wear. Yeah. For sure. It yeah. was, for a little bit, that cream and blue yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, felt quite dated yeah, yeah. or it felt kind of fake yeah in did, women's wear yeah, bags yeah. it was like no one was touching that for a while That's so true I forgot even about that colorway <laughs> I still like it but it just felt fake sometimes but I think because it was copied so much exactly you know? and I, that's a good point because him bringing back the print it doesn't I feel it. it doesn't oh it's gonna get a cop- oh mate like it's copied already probably um but people are no longer afraid to buy into it now and that's the thing when you've got a brand as old as Louis Vuitton you have to bring back your old stuff the stuff that you're known for you can't completely abandon it you have to keep reinventing those because it's those markers that last 100 200 years for sure is what makes your brand a heritage brand. You can't give up on it. It's like Van Cleef and Artfeld no longer doing those little, like, lily pad looking. I don't buy the brands. I don't know what they're called. But, like, the Alhambra collection. Yeah, the (laughs) four-leaf shamrock thing. (laughs) Um, They can't abandon that. Even if it's seen as corny, even if it's seen as played out, they have to just reinvent it. Yeah, and you know what? I think the first thing I would do if I was hired to be creative director of a heritage brand mm. is I would go through the archives yeah for and sure. I would go through like and especially anything that is like um yeah LV with their prints like like old logos or I think you've got to look at that stuff and you've got to look at the bones of a company and like and you've got to pay an homage to where you're working 
I don't think you want to just like throw everything out and no. like this is what I want you to be. No. Because the reality is you're, st- you're designing to a brief for a brand like there's been hundreds of years before him. Mm-hmm. And I think he just, I think he smashed it. He added like some modern day to it, but also really used what the company already has. Mm. And there's like this clip basically that was like doing the rounds on TikTok. There was kind of like Anna Wintour giving him the nod because there was like a bag that she really liked. Oh. And it was like the seal of approval from really? Anna. Hmm. I was I was really impressed and I think he's gonna have like the next show is gonna be tough you're right and then with that many looks too I think it's gonna be really tough for him like it's now does he use the checkerboard again does he throw that completely out the window Mm -hmm. I think that's gonna be a really weird but interesting thing to watch yeah I think I think the next collection is gonna play on the checkerboard again on the Damia Ben yeah it's called um because the this collection if he can design some nice bags i'd be really thrilled for women's wear i mean i'll buy for either okay well i don't know we'll have to see the thing is is next collection that comes out into women's wear but i also kind of it's not going to yeah unless they get rid of uh, nicholas um the next collection in six months or whatever because they're going to be working on it from now. Yeah. It's we're not going to have the time to have this collection in production in stores see sales mm. long enough for the sales to kind of like dictate dampen to say okay let's pivot into something else. Yeah. Like you've you've almost got to just stick with the yeah. with the plan for a little bit and give it enough time to pick up momentum and sales and see how it goes. So I think he, he's going to play on similar themes and similar ideas and whatnot. Um, it's just going to come in like summer colours, really. It's just, gonna, I don't know, it's going to be yellow and greens and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think he did, he did well. He smashed it. Um, another thing is Hunter the Boots, the, welly, the wellies. They've gone into administration. I can't believe that. They're a- are they British? They yeah. must be. A British heritage Headquartered brand. Headquartered in um, Edinburgh. Yeah. I kind of, like, yeah, I think I'm 100% they'll be bought out and rescued by somebody. Mm-hmm. But it's more surprising for them just to even be in that position in the first place because, like, that's those are the wellies you want to own. They are status wellies. It's, it's the same as a barber jacket. Like, Definitely. And there's enough country bumpkins out there that wouldn't be caught dead without their barber jacket and their hunter welly boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And supposedly, um, the explanation or the reason for going into administration, they said that supply chain issues, you know, in the wake of like the pandemic right. and all that. I mean, we saw that with a lot of brands. Um, supply chain issues made it really difficult to trade yeah. it dampened sales as well because it was like I guess people didn't need boots when they're at home <laughs> when they're at home um but then the insider magazine said that they also blamed it on climate change I was like I'm not a climate scientist but I haven't seen that explanation we've but- had enough rain for We've had enough rain. I really don't think it explains a hundred million pounds worth of debt. There's enough <laughs> rain out there. I just, 
I also think festival season, like all of that stuff, like I maybe that's not the vibe right now for Glastonbury, but it comes around. Yeah. And that's also on them to make them marketable, but for sure they're they would be welly to be wearing at festivals. There's enough people with dogs in this country. Everyone yeah. bought a dog in COVID. Yes. Like that you you if you're walking your dogs in winter, you want some like wet weather protection. Yeah. So You know what? You know how Swarovski... I think I think it's quite scary to try and like use the climate. It's, it's um but they, I, I also could be saying it in the most naive way and maybe climate change is meaning that they, like, their, their production is not contributing to climate change. I don't know. Maybe they're being responsible. Honestly, I don't know what they meant by that. <laughs> I really don't want to. So I don't want to say it's, it's like a, it's a weak excuse, but I genuinely. It's a bizarre excuse, It was bizarre. Um, I was going to say that Swarovski has done a really impressive turnaround. They they appointed a new creative director who was also a was she a magazine editor and also like influencer online. I used to follow her for years. Anyway, they have they had this whole like redesign and they came out with all these new pieces and new jewelry and all that stuff. Um, I think we spoke about it a couple of years ago. But that's what Hunter needs. It needs mm. a creative direction because I think most people just think wellies are wellies. You either get the grey one. Do you think it's like the rise of Crocs? Oh my gosh. Maybe. Because there's like Croc boots now. There are. And like filled in Crocs with no holes. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. And Crocs, you know, they collaborated with like Balenciaga. They've got I the just, sandals, I just the Crocs. Because like Hunter doesn't need to be wellies. It could be any rubber-based shoes. Yes. Uh, I think you're onto something because I wear my Crocs and so do other people you, in the garden. But that is also not replacing you wearing Wellington boots. It's not, but it's it gives Hunter boots fewer scenarios yeah. in which to be worn. Yeah. So whereas you might buy one pair of boots to walk the dog in and another to do your gardening in and another to like, I don't know if you own a horse because I feel like <laughs> Hunter boot wearing people own horses – to the stables yeah. <laughs> now you might just be wearing your crocs in the garden yeah crocs to the stables <laughs> hunter boots to talk the dog like you you don't need so many pairs right. because because remember in the 2010s and the and the noughties hunter boots was going through a renaissance yeah and everyone in glastow yeah i bet glastow this year is full of crocs not so sure about the presence of hunter boots there's also no threat of rain either i think but but, but you would bring something you know in case it rains. There is a real like croc renaissance. Like we had this like conversation in the office because I am I am not a croc wearer, and I don't see that changing. I know I'm getting you for crocs, <laughs> but like from whoever I've spoken to, they're like I was like that till I bought a pair, uh-huh. and then like the, yep. and then they have a house pair, yep. and then they have an outdoor pair. It's game over. And literally one of my work colleagues, she's like an associate director. She's like, I've bought five pairs in the last month. She never owned them before. And she just like, she's just obsessed now. Did I not show you that TikTok some time ago of that woman who was in her car and she was like, let me tell you something. The day you buy the fur lined Crocs (laughs) is the day your life is over. (laughs) 
I don't own fur-lined ones because I feel like they would be difficult to clean, but I own Crocs and it has it's spread like wildfire it to everyone I know and it it's hard to beat as a house shoe, honestly. It's just not for me. Yeah, well. That's what, says. That's what everyone says. Um, I just want them to look a bit nicer. They can. You can buy little charms. So <laughs> you can buy all sorts. Of You're wearing them. Adidas slides, so yeah, it's not like they're they're, they're fine. But it's, <laughs> but to say like but I would those look nicer too. I I couldn't. I, I <laughs> oh, I don't wear my Crocs outside. I couldn't wear my Crocs outside. You just need self-control, and a lot of people don't have that. And also, I'm saying that as if I always look nice when I go outside. I don't. I look trash sometimes when I go outside, so mm. I don't know. I think I need no extra reason to look <laughs> trash. Maybe it's that. Um, yeah, so RIP to Hunter Boots. I think someone's – I think – you know what? I think uh, a Chinese or an Indian company is going to buy it because – yeah. in all due respect, a lot of British brands, heritage brands, whether it's car brands – um clothing brands um tech brands whatever that are like british founded get bought by uh foreign investment mm. yeah foreign investment abroad obviously and so i think because there is so much appeal for heritage british brands elsewhere someone with a lot of money will be able to like revive the brand and there's value in hunter the name for sure um like it's it's history of being you know commissioned to make the official wellies for soldiers in trenches in i think the first or second world war that history can't be it, it will never like vanish mm -hmm. you know so yeah i think it's i don't think it's the end for hunter either yeah i guess i'll have to watch this space mm -hmm. any other news you wanted to discuss no well, let us know what you thought about the topics we discussed this week. Um, what do you think about D&G, Kim Kardashian, Hunter? Pharrell. Pharrell, celebrity weddings. Um, yeah, leave your opinions in the comments. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and all kinds of podcast listening players. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.